Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Mallet's going to throw downfield, complete to Kobe at midfield. Breaks a tackle. Hamilton's at the 40, the 30, the 20. Kobe at the 10 to the 5. Touchdown, Arkansas! Wow! Touchdown, Arkansas on the final play of the half. Unbelievable! 80 yards and a touchdown! And who said six seconds didn't count? Third down, three-man rush. Mallet steps up, heaves it right, he's got a man open. It's caught for Arkansas. It's Dennis Johnson. Tries to go, it's Greg Childs. I beg your pardon, he fumbles in the end zone. Touchdown. It is a touchdown. Wow, Vern, I can't believe it. Yeah, well, Vern couldn't either. Welcome back in the zone. That was... uh... That was a bit of a butcher job by the great Vern Lundquist there. Kevin Kelly's with us, but more importantly, no offense, Coach, and I'm sure you won't take any. Not at all. Uh, the family of Ryan Mallett is here, Lauren Mallett-Hayes, and mother Debbie Mallett, who is uh, here in support. We are talking about a new foundation that's being set up in Ryan's honor. We are thrilled to have you all here, and I'm so glad we had a chance to celebrate Ryan before the season. I wish DJ was here, and I know you all know him well, and he uh, he had to go to Mexico for a wedding. <laughs> so let's, uh, let's feel bad for him for a go while, shall there. we? But uh, anyway, it's great to see you all, and I'm so glad you guys are doing this. So give me the details about the the Family Foundation, how this is being set up, how it's going to function, who it's going to benefit, and how people can support. Yeah, well, first of all, we just want to say thank you so much for having us on. The support throughout the state so far has been outstanding, just helping us get the word out. But um, this really all came about because Ryan and I had talked about starting a foundation uh, prior to him going to the NFL, and then life kind of happened, and we didn't make it happen at that point. And then, you know... After he passed, all the stories that came in about how kind he was to to kids and how kind he was to people that, um, you know, just approached him out of nowhere. And and we had a front row seat to him interacting with with kids. And so did his coaches, you know, coaching staff and his students. But um, it really gave us that opportunity to to give back to Arkansas and get to feel kind of what we were feeling that those feel good stories about Ryan and kind of continue his legacy on through giving back to to the youth here in the state because that was really important to him. So what we are doing is we are offering free sports camps for males and females for different sports throughout the state, free of charge to them. We will um, work in conjunction with schools across the, uh, the state also. And the ones that host these camps will give a monetary donation for them to use how they need, whether it's equipment or um, uniforms or however um, they see fit. They will offer their coaching staff and their student athletes who will also get some volunteer hours counted towards their graduation credits under the new Learns Act uh, as well. So it kind of benefits them. Um, and we just really get as many kids involved in sports as possible, not only because we come from a sports family and, you know, that was big on Ryan, but we know that sports are just such a good benefit to youth as far as leadership and mental health and physical health. You know, it's just really important. Um, and I want as many kids involved in that as possible. We have two other legs of the foundation also that are going to benefit uh, 10th through 12th, well, actually 9th through 12th, but more 10th through 12th uh, as far as getting to go to camps at, on college campuses. Um, those that maybe can't afford financially to go help them get recruited, uh, we'll work with coaches across the state to identify those players that are maybe in need and offer them scholarship opportunities to be able to, to make it to those camps. And then the last leg is Ren really had a heart for people that, didn't really have the best home life. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we were trying to figure out how we could continue that kind of part of him. And so we're going to be offering academic and vocational tech scholarships to um, students that are, are aging out of the foster care system and maybe don't have the support to kind of go different directions and kind of 
level up their future path. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of the way we we felt could benefit a lot of people. Yeah, very ambitious. So <laughs> where, where does the funding come from for all of these goals? I mean, these are all really uh, impressive and fantastic you know, ideas, obviously. So how does it get funded? Yeah, so we have put a, a decent chunk in and we're kind of matching the first 150,000 that are that we donations we get we are going to match that um we will have a big fundraiser in the fall uh, it's called the pros and joes event and we're going to have uh average people that didn't play college sports or or pro sports in the state kind of come out and compete against some previous razorbacks and hopefully some previous pro, uh, professional players that okay. played with ryan <laughs> i love that that's a great idea <laughs> yeah ryan would not have been about galas or anything so we, we we're really trying to incorporate everything we do as to things that ryan would have done or wanted to be a part of we as fans have a perspective on his memory and what his legacy will be as a family member what stands out and especially now that you've had a chance to hear from a lot of people about how he impacted them and what their perceptions of him were what do you think his legacy is at this point well, you know, a lot of people in the state are going to remember him for the quarterback that he was. But the ones that really got a front row seat to the true Ryan are going to remember him for his heart, um, really for kids and the geriatric population. Like if you saw him interact with those people, you just saw him in a new light. And just to see him interact with my kids, you know, that's the, those are the, probably the memories I'll always have of him that just mean the most to me. So young people and old people. <laughs> so. I mean, he likes us too. But. So coach, you guys got along great then, obviously. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, well, I'll say this, you know, and I told you off air, I got a chance to sit down and talk with him for, and, and just one, you know, I've talked to him on and off a little bit here and there, but that one time we sat and talked. And what I came away impressed was we were talking about me coaching with them when I was, you know, I was taking a little hiatus. And, and uh, what I got from this was, I'm like, number one, I go, he goes, hey, I want you to come call the place for me. And I'm like thinking in my head, you're able to put your ego aside. Because, you know, a guy like him, a quarterback, wants to call the plays. But what I really got out of that when I talked to him about why, and I've been doing this a long time, so I was asking him the questions, really. And, and what I got was he was willing to do whatever he had to do. He'd give those kids the best chance for success. Yeah. And that really weighed on me. And, and it left a mark on me that I thought was pretty incredible. So when I see what y'all are doing and, and the way you're talking about doing the pro, that's him. He's a, just a guy's guy, normal guy. He doesn't want to sit in the gala. But he cared so much about those kids and their success. And now I, I talked to some of their administrators after that all happened. I mean, and those kids went through yeah. very, I mean, as hard a time as you could possibly imagine because he left that mark on them. So kudos to you guys for being around him, but to him for the mark he left. And and I'm just glad he got to coach kids for as long as he did and, and, and went it, that direction instead of going some other direction. Yeah, was it nearly long enough, though? No, obviously. Yeah. No, not nearly long enough. And I, and I, and. I, the kids absolutely adored him. And, uh, you know, that's tough in today's world as coaches because coaches still have to get on you and mm-hmm. push you and stuff. But they saw both sides. They saw that, I mean, they knew that he cared about them. And that's 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 what you want as a coach. Yeah. Now, I'm looking through here just trying to, you know, pull a couple more clips. And when you hear highlights that mention him or if you hear a, an interview that he did, I mean, what, what kind of emotions? does it does it? Do you feel good about it? Is it hard to hear? I mean, how does it feel? I think it's bittersweet. You know, we got <laughs> – yeah. Sorry. Uh, we got a front row seat and we got to be on that whole journey with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, it's still fresh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it was awesome. We loved it, you know, going to all of his games. And so those clips bring back those memories and we just wish we still had him. Here. Sure. Yeah, it was just, I mean, it's so shocking. And I think for all of us, it still doesn't seem real. And I can't imagine being a family member and how, how hard it is to, to accept that. Um, because he was a guy, he wasn't just a former Razorback. He was such a larger than life figure. I mean, he seemed kind of indestructible to some degree, right? He's not, he's been way down on the list of guys you thought, you know, something like that might happen to. So 
it is so tragic. But it was great to see the the level of support, and I mean the feedback we got back from him, or about him, I should say, um, after everything went down, it definitely told you how much people respected him and appreciated him, and I'm sure that had to be very heartwarming as a you know family member. And, and one thing, one thing that I'd want, I'd want you to leave you. I see you get, you know, I see you get emotional about it. And I get it. It almost makes me emotional about it, but. What I hope y'all remember is this, and you know the the memories are bittersweet when they play those plays back, but think about the passion of the game of football. We talk about that, and genuine, genuinely, when somebody's passionate about something, like the people of this state are yeah. about Razorback football, think about the emotions and the good times that they gave them. They helped those people. People turn to football and they go because they forget all their problems. And the beauty of football is they're in a stadium, and it doesn't matter about race or politics or anything. They're all for the Razorbacks mm-hmm. right then. And he, that, his way of playing effectively and good and those highlights brought people together and gave them that time away from everything else where nothing mattered and brought them tremendous joy. So I hope you guys take that. And the bittersweet turns a little more sweet yeah. than bitter as time it, goes by. It definitely does. And being in a state, you know, uh, Arkansas that doesn't have any pro sports, that is what our Razorbacks are. And so I think it, it it's kind of been a... Um, blessing in disguise being here and that this is where he ended up because we've had all that support come back to us, mm-hmm. you know, because of everybody that loved him. Yeah. yeah. And obviously that's, that's the lasting impressions, I guess, of performances in college, especially at the university of Arkansas is so much different than I think in most other States. So, you know, maybe in Nebraska, there's a couple other places where being, you know, a key figure at the, you know, the, the state's, you know, biggest institution is, is so meaningful and lasting. And so uh, I'm glad for that too, you know, I mean, and the thing that's cool too, I, I was just thinking to myself, like, you find yourself becoming a fan of these NFL teams you never gave a crap about. I mean, I'm rooting for the Ravens over here. Like, I mean, it was just wild, you know. So you you kind of do you connect to that, and you know, like when DJ played for the teams he played for, you you root for those guys, you keep up with those guys, and you know maybe they're on your fantasy team and maybe they're not, but you're pulling for them either way. So, um, what can people do to help? What if they want to support the foundation? Yeah. So there's three main ways. Um, schools that want to host a camp can reach out, and we will get work on getting something set up this year or next. Um, you can. Also sign up to volunteer, reach out and contact us if you want to volunteer at any of these camps or at the Prison Joe's event in the fall. But the biggest uh, way that you're going to make an impact is definitely donations. Yes, we're putting uh, a a nice chunk down, but we want this to succeed more than just a year. You know, Mm -hmm. we want this to go out further and further. And so the way we do that is by funding. So that's there's two options, just a regular donation. And then we have three different sponsorship levels that uh, individuals or companies can choose to be and how do they reach you yeah you'll go to malletfamilyfoundation.com m-a-l-l-e-t-t i'm going to spell that because that always gets misspelled two l's two t's it's <laughs> yep, like I, right. I worked with a guy who has two s's and two o's in his last <laughs> wes Moore. two s's two o's one Actually, underscore talk to him later <laughs> yeah exactly well that's good uh well that's awesome I, i'm glad you guys are, are doing this i have to ask you one other thing before i let you go and i'm yeah. sure wes will probably bring it up too i wish dj was here to help weigh in because i've asked him about it a lot on the air and off the air but um coach petrino being back in, in fayetteville and Ryan's again. He's he just seemed like it didn't really get to him. I mean, he just kind of had that sort of uh, again the larger than life personality where he could sort of handle that kind of uh, you know coach where he's so aggressive and and so uh, I mean it's just so serious all the time. What what are your lasting impressions or what kinds of things do you guys talk about related to Coach Petrino? Because I'm sure there was a a great relationship there too. But also you know he's a tough guy to play for if you don't yeah. do it the way he wants yeah. it done. 
We joke they had a love hate relationship, right? Sure. Like Ryan knew his brain was a genius, oh, you know. Yeah. And but yeah, they butted their heads. Ryan probably butted heads with all of his coaches at some point just because he was he, stubborn. He's pretty stubborn. <laughs> yeah, I could see Ryan <laughs> actually trying to poke him a little bit. Yeah. Too, yeah. You know, yeah. most guys won't poke Petrino, but I could see him being a guy yeah. who would poke him a little yeah. bit. Yeah, but I honestly think he would be ecstatic that Petrino was coming back. I think you know he wants more than anything for the Razorbacks to have the same success that they had when he was here, mm-hmm. just because of how the state felt when we were having that success. So I think for him anything that can get us there he would have been ecstatic about now i'm sure as a young man he was agreeable all the time and never difficult <laughs> right he always said yes ma'am and did whatever he was told oh he was a mama's boy so yeah he oh was, was he okay yeah. Yeah. he didn't I become mean, hard-headed until later yeah exactly after he left under my thumb <laughs> i got gotcha. i mean he he just loved life he's always been a character that. and all about having fun and yep. i'm gonna let you know something on the having fun i was down you know he played in the u.s army all-star game mm-hmm. And I was down there Me too. for that. <laughs> and he may or may not have snuck out and missed curfew a couple times at oh. night. <laughs> so having a little fun with the guys. I mean, some of those guys would get out and just go Oh, explore. you mean it wasn't just him? No, 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 no. They, they wanted to go down to the river walk when nobody was there. Oh, he's all learning stuff, all these so. secrets. Yeah, yeah so, uh, but, but it was pretty pretty funny to hear the yeah. stories. Yeah, yeah, I love that. I mean, carpe diem, man. I mean, that's a, yeah. it's obviously uh, you know the way to do things for sure. I'm glad that he did. I mean, he lived it to the fullest all the time. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. That's awesome. Well, listen, I appreciate what y'all are doing. Let's get you back up here again soon, and we'll, we'll talk some more about it and keep it fresh in people's minds and get some contributions rolling in and uh any way we can support it let us know okay, thanks thank so you. much for yeah. having us you. you bet thank you all right we'll hit a break it's eleven forty-six. be back and wrap up the hour and we will uh, bid coach adieu coming up in a second as well stay with us more of the zone after this Kobe Hamilton split wide to the left side. Michael Smith's the setback. The Hogs load up on that left side. Cleveland at the tight end spot. D.J. Williams, the H-back. Short drop. Mallet fade. Right side for the end zone. Touchdown, Arkansas! Greg Child, 16 yards, and the Hogs get another one. 